When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Welcome in to the only show in America that keeps track of our predictions with statistics putting our careers and reputations on the line every single week. Been doing this for, I don't know, probably seven or eight years, keeping track of official stats for about five years. And uh, the season is winding down. The The Super Bowl marks the end of the 2022 write-that-down season. And Declan has had a commanding batting average lead here on Mackie and Judd for basically the whole year. It's kind of a, kind of a wire-to-wire situation for old Dex. The home run battle... Still up in the air, but here's how it works, boys. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And if you want to participate, like listener Jake is about to, you can send us a message through the Score North app, and we'll get you scheduled for some time in early 2023. Uh, Judd, tell the people here, before we get into the accountability session, where you like to belly up and tip one back as you contemplate the Vikings offseason. As I do that, as I as I sit at a bar recklessly speculating, that bar is the official sports bar of Sports Dad, and that of course is the Saint is Park Tavern in St. Louis Park, where a place that's been in my community here for more than forty two years. It's open three hundred sixty five days a year. It has two bars. It has bowling, and it also has the desire for you to have your group if you're putting together a birthday party, anniversary, anything like that, to have your group there. And I'm not talking about 10 people. I'm talking 40 or 50. I'm talking about they will take care of all the work and you will be the hero because it's going to look like you plan. And Sports Dad knows, you know what? Us guys, we don't necessarily like to plan, but we like to get the accolades of having looked like we planned. Parktavern.net, (laughs) 952-929-6810, 952-929-6810. ParkTavern.net is the place to uh, book your group. Cheryl will take care of everything. She's fantastic. Park Tavern also just a great place to grab a beer, maybe a Surly, if you're passing by Louisiana Avenue South, St. Louis Park. All right, dudes, let's get it here. Write them down. It's like a like a personal contract with ourselves. We'll start with Judd here in the accountability session. Two things came off the board for you. I came close, I think, on the first one. I think he almost had one. He, Duke Shelley had a really good game, but he did not have an interception, so you are wrong on that one. 
correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you said Carlos Correa will mention his wife's love of Minnesota in his press conference. I don't think he did. He mentioned something in passing about his family and his wife, but he didn't directly say it. But then he said it to somebody else, but it wasn't in, in the press conference. So I think you're right. That's where I was trying yeah. to help you out yesterday or last week. Cause I was saying, do you mean his family? Like, do you do you not want to get a bad beat? And then you guys are kind of giving me a hard time no. over the semantics of the write that down. No, I was trying to help beat. you. No, I know, but I thought he would say his his wife. Okay, and he, I think he did later. It it was just a a. Right. It was a okay. it was a pretty well thrown hill Mary pass because it could have happened, but I took a shot. I hunted downfield and I came up short. It, you... it was fourth and eight, and the ball was picked. Well, okay. actually, ba- baseball is the is the scoring parameter for Mackey and Jed write that down. So you you what, you swung for the fences and popped it up. Is that what this was? Yeah. It's okay. It's a beat. Okay. All right. I had two things come off the board. Told you Johnny Munt, Jalen Naylor, or CJ Ham would score a touchdown against the Giants. I should have put Irv Smith on that list. Uh, Told you the Bucks would beat the Cowboys, and Mike McCarthy would be fired within two weeks of that game. I could if they get yeah. smoked by San Francisco, I could see the second half of this still being in play if yeah. if Sean Payton wants to coach the Cowboys, but we'll see. Right, I love Jerry, right now Jerry Jones loves himself some Mike McCarthy, but if they get beat forty-one to ten by the 49ers, then so Sean Payton out out of the Cardinals job race, correct? Um, is that is that true? Oh. He interviewed with the Panthers. I believe he's uh, interviewing Friday with the Panthers yeah. today with the uh, the Broncos. Broncos, there we go. Cardinals hired a GM, and I guess he he was ticked because he, he was trying to get complete control, and the Bidwell family wouldn't give him complete control. I hmm. think that guy interviewed for the Viking Monty uh, Austin Austin. Not gonna be Naga Naga be, be the Vikings GM. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that guy interviewed for the Vikings GM. Uh, all right, uh, yep. The listeners had a bloodbath here. All right, not oh, a good week for the listeners. Oh boy. So. Oh. Ali had a couple things come off the board instantly here. He said Justin Jefferson would score two touchdowns. I'm going to hit the buzzer every three so I don't drive you guys crazy. Uh, Vikings will win 31-24 exactly. That was the final score, right? It was just the other way. That is correct. Was it 31-24? Yes, it was. I think it was. Wow. Okay, pretty good, but but wrong because it's flipped. Corey said the Vikings will force four or more turnovers in the playoffs. He also said the Vikings would win the wildcard matchup by nine or more points. Nate said in the NFC title game, the Vikings would be down nine points in the second half and they'll win the game anyway. Zach said, uh, actually, sorry, Tyler said here, in a high leverage situation, Patrick Peterson will take a punt back for a touchdown. Jake said, KOC coach of the year, which could still happen, but Vikings lose in the divisional round, which can't happen now. And Donatel will not be. So he's probably going to hit two of those three. Royce, Patrick Royce with the listeners here, said Greg Joseph will hit a 55-yard field goal or longer to send the Vikings to a Super Bowl. Wrong. That was a kiss of death. He was fine. He Every time he kicks. shows up for a playoff game, man, huh? just gets smoked. Uh, Justin said Kirk gets a top seven MVP vote and turns the ball over in the NFC title game. Ryan said the Vikings and Wild will combine for at least four playoff series wins in the upcoming playoffs. So that was Wild from the summer. They had zero. So the Vikings needed to win 
all four rounds for this to come true. It did not. All right, Declan, pretty good week for old Dex tweets. You said Vikings Giants. We'll go. We'll start with the bad here. Vikings Giants would go under the forty-eight. You said at some point this season the Vikings will be flagged for illegal contact in the final two minutes of a game, and it will result in a loss. However, you said at least one six or seven seed will advance on Wild Card Weekend. You said sometime before Feb four the Wolves would climb back to five hundred. They did. You said Garrett Bradbury would not play the last couple games of the regular season, but he would start on Wild Card Weekend. Maybe he shouldn't have. He was pretty bad in that game. So with that, Declan, back over 400. You're at 405. Judd, 329. I'm at 280. Listeners, 265. Listeners also leading, though, on our, our however, I should say, with 20 home runs to Declan's 16 to my 15. Judd with 10 home runs. So that's what this thing looks like with a few weeks to go in the write that down uh, season. Jake, let's get Jake in here making his second appearance on write that down. Jake, what did you learn from your first appearance now as a veteran of write that down that you can carry over here today? I would like to say the parlays because the I was the one they couldn't even make the divisional round. Maybe try and avoid those, but I'm still going to do them anyways. <laughs> it's uh, the, the we'll parlays see. are, uh, yeah, they're just too fun to resist. It's the yeah. write that down drug of choice. So yeah. we're going to start with Jake over to Judd Declan back to me. Three trips around the room, one prediction at a time. We're going to go around the room. One, two, three. So Jake, you start us off here. What is your first prediction? I'm going to go a Twins prediction. I say Carlos Correa and Buxton combined for at least 55 home runs this year. Whoa. Woo. Wow. So they're going to be they're going to be healthy, I think is the Yeah. The key thing. Healthy. Yeah. Okay, I think we're we might be losing Judd here, but let's let's try it. Judd, are you I, I am here. Can you hear me? <laughs> kind of. You're How kind bad of is it? Cuz I'm on the right thing. I'm on the right browser. <laughs> let's let's put just put Judd in. Yeah, put Judd in timeout. All right, we'll do. We'll we'll come back to Judd. All right, I'll I'll make Next a prediction. Little, well, you I'll make a prediction write in the meantime. Down. All right, write this down. I'll do a little parlay, just like Jake was talking about there. But I'll go with uh, the football side. Write it down. The Eagles and 49ers win their respective games this weekend. So I think the Eagles win. I think the Niners win. I'm going to put that as one prediction. So they'll both be in the NFC Championship game by this time next week. Eagles and Niners win their respective divisional round matchups. Write it down. I like I like where you're going there. I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna be more aggressive because I I only want home runs here. I'm gonna give you the full division round parlay. Wow, all four games in one parlay here. Okay, this is just straight up. Okay, no spreads. Just this is just straight up winners here. We'll start with the easy ones. Chiefs over the Jaguars. Niners over the Cowboys. Giants upset the Eagles. Whoa. Bengals upset the Bills. So your your championship weekend will be Giants 49ers in Santa Clara, and it'll be Bengals v. Chiefs from, well, no, if it's Bengals v. Chiefs, it'll be from Kansas City. If it's Bills yeah. v. Chiefs, it'll be from Atlanta. Right? Correct. That is correct. So, okay. I like it. A little foreign right, and parlay. Look at this guy. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, Jake, what's your second prediction? 
My second prediction is when the Minnesota Wild hopefully make the playoffs, Philip Gustafson starts game one. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Starts game one. We did could a injury related to there's different different ways that yeah, could happen. There's a couple ways. Uh, yeah, we, just starts game one. I think he's the better goalie right now. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely been the better one. We actually uh, cheap plug Jesse Pierce uh, from Before I Die and the Bar Down Beauties podcast was now joining Judd's Hockey Show once a week. We just uh, did a full breakdown on that on this YouTube channel, which you can find uh, right here. Philip Gustafson, the Gus Bus is, uh, is is moving, baby. Good for him. The Gus Bus. Write this down. Get on the bus, Gus. All right, uh, let's go back to Declan here. We'll, we'll just do. I don't know, Judd's fixing his uh, Who knows? technical problems. We'll get to Getting us early. Uh, second prediction for me, Phil, I'll make another divisional round prediction. No kicker, write this down. No kicker will miss an extra point in the divisional round this week. Oh, wow. After watching well, Meyer uh, miss four, four in one game, and I don't even know if they'll kick him, for God's sakes. I'm going to say no kicker in any game will miss an extra point. Very specific. Um, I don't know if this is a touchdown, Phil. I mean, it's like a 90% I mean, success rate, but I mean, I'm getting four games. Like, I think it's borderline. I'll, well, you guys might have to have Well, you're getting, you're getting four, you're, you're doing it over four games and you're doing it with a kicker that had the yips a week ago. So I think this might be, this might be like a first row home run, like, like a Joe Maurer 10 right. years ago home run here. Well, if there's... Right. If let, let's see, break it down this way. Even if there's four touchdowns in a game, there's four games. There's 16 touchdowns. I'm saying 16 for 16 extra points. I mean, yeah. I and think, the odds are that there would be because it's a 90 to 94. There's probably gonna be one rate. that odds misses. are there's gonna be a one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And there's probably gonna be more than 16 touchdowns because the Bengals are playing the Bills and the Chiefs are playing the Jaguars. Exactly. So, yeah, I think um, we'll give you that one with the kicker with with the yip for sure. Is that not like? In terms of things that you get uncomfortable watching, watching dude. that dude after the second one, it was like, oh god, oh, and then he, the, but the fourth one, I, my skin was crawling watching that for that poor guy. All right, Judd, are you back? Am I back? I think. Am he's I back? back? Okay, back. he's Is here. this better? I rebooted. <laughs> I did the whole thing. Okay, he's here. Write that down. All right, let's let Judd cut in line here. What's your first prediction? All right, my first prediction. I'm going to go with the Twins. One is this. Joey Gallo will lead the Twins this season with 25 or more home runs. Okay. So I think he's going to bounce back. This market's a perfect place for him. So it's a parlay, right? You're saying? Yes, because he's going to lead the Twins with 25 or more home. Yes. So 25 at least, and he'll be the team leader. Team leader, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, mean, if he plays a full season, even if he kind of sucks, he's going to hit like 25. (laughs) He's going to run into 25 home runs, right? I, yep. I would think. Okay. That kind of sucks. Well, yeah, he's just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like the only thing he does. <laughs> but he, he generally stays he does, healthy. Though. He, he just does. Just unplayable. I just like the line. All right. Um, we're just all over the place. So I'll make my second prediction. Tom Brady will wind up where a lot of aging stars wind up. He will do a residency in Las Vegas. Tom Brady will sign with... The Raiders. All right, guys. The Raiders. And it'll it'll happen sometime. I could see him doing like the retirement rope a dope again, but I'll just say he'll sign with the Raiders before hmm. week one. All right. Before week one. Maybe he drags it out or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh they've got a whole situation there. They have to clear out Derek Carr too, so they gotta like write that down. Okay, let's go uh let's go back to Judd for your second prediction to catch you up with the rest of us. 
All right. I have so many Vikings predictions, I'm going to put a, park a couple on this show. Zadarius Smith, Eric Kendricks, and Jordan Hicks all will not be back next season for the Vikings. Okay. Zadarius Smith, Eric Kendricks, and Jordan Hicks all will not return to the Vikings' defensive core next season. Declan, usually three-item parlays are home runs and touchdowns on these shows, but because these are the three likeliest, easiest cap casualties, I don't think this can be a, a, a home run. Unless you guys strongly disagree on that. Jordan Hicks is easily done. Like, that's just very easily replaceable. Kendricks as well. You know, Zadarius, I think, is the wild card here. I'm, I won't die on this hill. I won't die on this hill. Usually three Adam parlays. Yeah. This is, a, this is, all three of these are likely, but they do have to hit, kind of mm-hmm. like your Declan made yeah. it, and there will be no missed extra points. And they prediction. could bring back Kendricks on a cheaper contract. Okay. Yeah. Or Zadarius. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll okay. give it to you. Yeah. Touchdown for sure. Just want to hold up the integrity of, of uh, Very important. the home run category here. Okay. So, okay. Over to Jake, your third and final prediction, Jake. Fire away. I'm going to copy you. I'm going to do all my divisional game picks. So, I have the Eagles winning, the Chiefs winning, the Bills winning, and the Cowboys winning. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Wow. Boy, America's team. Back in the conference championship for the first time in almost 30 years. Was it like 96, maybe? Yeah, 95, 96, right? 95, 96. Damn, Mike McCarthy. Did you see Mike McCarthy's dance in the the change room? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) His little Kirko change. It made me look coordinated. It did. (laughs) It was pretty funny. Uh, Well, Jake, great job here. You're a write-that-down veteran now. You're a Ventline veteran. Uh, since you've got this life-changing platform again now, is there anyone you'd like to thank that helped you get to this peak moment? I just want to thank the fans. You know how the Vikings did the end-of-the-year Insta-Post thank you fans. I just want to thank all of us because it's too much. We need more. I like we, we need a championship. I, just, I like how you think. All this you know. stress, I can't deal with it anymore. Well, there's always there's always next year in Vikings land. That's all right, Jake. Great stuff, dude. Appreciate you coming on, taking your swings, and uh, we'll do it again sometime. So we were talking real quick before we get to the the final few predictions here. Yep. um, Because Declan made a prediction that there will be no missed extra points in any of the playoff games this weekend. We were trying to decide, is that a home run? I mean, it's a 90% success rate, but there's probably going to be 15 or 20 touchdowns, and you have a guy with historical yips. Yeah. In In Santa Clara... Which yeah. is also not great turf. Yeah. That was uh, probably top 10 most uncomfortable I've been. Oh. Not not including like injuries, watching someone on a sports playing surface. Just how weird is it? Down. How weird is it that his meltdown came in the exact same place that Dan Bailey did the exact same thing? Should do. Yeah. I think Bailey Some, missed one fewer PAT or there. something. So, but, I mean, Bailey it was the missed, same like thing. three or four kicks in that game, right? He missed yep. like three missed field goals and extra point. The Vikings scored a touchdown to go up six rip, and he missed the first PAT. And then I think he missed like two or three more kicks. Yeah. Mm. But it was just at some point in time, you're like, go for it. As Dak said, effing go for two. That's what I kept yelling at my TV. Yeah. Uh, You know, Mike, come on, man. Don't subject this guy to that. I think part of his mindset was it's kind of a blowout game. And we're definitely going to need this, dude. You can't just, like, replace your kicker going into the divisional. Like, who, who's just sitting out there that's going to come in and be surefire that if you could get him back on track in that blowout game, 
that maybe you'd be fine going forward. But I don't know how you how do you not think about that in the next playoff? It's one thing to all right, we're back at practice. We're gonna knock them through today, boys. All right, great job. We're back on track. How do you not think about that when you're in the tee box at the next major, well, right? Yeah, and again, you're on grass, bad grass. So you're not on, like, turf where it's probably a little bit more, I don't know, feels like it'd be a little bit more reliable. Yeah. Anyhow, all right, back over to uh, Judd here for your third and final prediction. Write this down. All right, off of our uh, bonus Purple Daily episode from today, I might as well write this down. Adam Thielen will be with the Green Bay Packers next season. (laughs) Adam Thielen will be a Green Bay Packer next season. Does he basically just replace, like, the Randall Cobb role? Because you can easily do, yeah. So Christian Watson is going to be their number one. Yep. But then they've got these other dudes. They've got that Dobbs. Um, yeah, they might, think, there's there's speculation they might draft a receiver in the first round. But yeah, you're you're right. He could easily replace that sort of veteran possession guy role. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, to go back to what we said, he still has the hands. So that's those aren't gone. Yeah, I do. I, I do wonder now, this is the third pass catcher. I know people like, it's just, you guys are just making stuff up to hate on Kirk Cousins. So this is now the third pass catcher to do this type of thing, right? Stefan Diggs did it. And all, and like Diggs made a point. I like Kirk. Kirk's good. It's more about the system and, and whatnot. Yes. But system and quarterback's choices within the system are all kind of blurred together. Diggs yeah. wasn't happy with his role in the offense. The offense was driven by two things, system and quarterback making choices. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle Rudolph, upset with his lack of productivity and his role, writes the 2,000-word manifesto. He literally thanked, I think he thanked Matt Castle, Teddy Bridgewater. He did. He thanked, like, training assistants and stuff by name in this article. Right. He, did, he thanked 50 people by name and did not include Kirk Cousins. Right. And now... Adam's wife is on social media saying that he kept a great attitude all season, but he wants to go somewhere that he is valued and can show his work as a receiver or whatever. It's like, I'm not saying these guys all hate Kirk Cousins, but it is interesting that this is the third pass catcher to be like, oh, what, well, what is going on here? It's weird because um, Diggs, like I, I think the Diggs, you know, it, it's certainly you can't dismiss Kirk completely, but you're, you're right. He was definitely upset and probably – Rightfully so, at a system that didn't feature him more. Uh, the Rudolph one's weird because I think it was misplaced anger. Like, to me, that had nothing to do with Kirk. That had to, to do with they're not going to throw you the ball because, you know, you can't you can't get yak. And, and again, to go back to the problem that Thielen has now, you can't get enough separation. So it's interesting. I, you know, if Thielen is mad at Kirk, that's really the wrong guy. It's the coach. He's telling yeah. you something. Yeah, I know. I agree. I mean, he didn't line up. He didn't line up. Th- Thielen is basically a guy to suck a defender to his side on fourth and eight. That was the scheme the coach employs. Yep. And Thielen, I, I, I think it's interesting, like the way that Kurt Warner explained that play, that as a oh, Hall of Fame guy, before the play, the Thielen route is a non-starter because you're on the right hash. He's on, He's split out wide left, and he's running a route sort of, I think he was running like outside of the numbers. He goes, I'm not throwing that pass on fourth and eight at all whatsoever. And Thielen knows that. Thielen knows that he's running a meaningless route on that play. Am I forgetting this? Did they do, well, heck, all all year, but in that game in particular? Because as Kurt was explaining that, it's like this occurred to me, and I think it it was an option. Did we see much bunch formation? 
like in the game i'd have to yeah in the game or period because that's how you know you know his point was you're lining jefferson up outside so he's easy to double now kurt warner's point was stick him in the slot it's harder but like i was thinking too you you know part of of how you separate guys is bunch because if you go bunch guys go in in different directions Mm -hmm. and it's a little bit more confusing to a defense i don't recall seeing a lot of bunch but i might be wrong yeah well, the design flaw on that play and the people that are highlighting it, it's its interesting. I mean, KOC, Definitely. part of the reason why he's here is so that on a on a play like that where you have to have something that, that gets a receiver schemed open, and yep. they didn't. Some of it's the receivers that can't get open. Some of it's the scheme. Maybe some of it's the protection, but it was it was kind of a mess. Break so, this down. Um, okay, anyhow, back to Declan, your third and final prediction. Third and final one for me. Uh, I'll make actually another wrestling prediction. By the way, Phil, uh, WWE just tweeted out a mashup video of member across the nation, which was like the raw intro song from like 2002 to like 06. That's the only period in 30 years that I didn't watch the WWE. Okay, Literally so 2002 through 2006. That was like <laughs> one of my peaks uh, because like I remember the Attitude Era, but I was really too young to appreciate it live at the time because I was just a, I was pretty young. But 2002 to 06 was my jam, and that theme song for Raw is amazing. And they mashed up because the 30th anniversary show is uh, coming up on Monday. They mashed up like oh. a current little montage of what it would look like if it was there. Highly recommended if you're a wrestling nerd like Phil and I to go check it out. Uh, but I will make a wrestling related prediction. Um, in fact, Cody Rhodes is confirmed to come back. To the Royal Rumble that also happened. Which I'm not is sure. ridiculous. Like, don't don't tell everybody. I thought that was absurd too. I Let it be a surprise. Too. What are they doing? I know that I I, I, try, I made that prediction like a month ago to put that in the ethos, but I just I still wanted the pop. I still wanted that to happen, and now it's just confirmed. And I think it kind of takes some of that out. Uh, but write this down instead. Another one will make an appearance at the Royal Rumble pay per view. The Great One will make an appearance at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Write this down. The Rock will make an appearance at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Write it down. down. Write it down. You like writing things down. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. Wow. And keep in mind, keep in mind here, my my, my phrasing, an appearance at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Because I could even see a situation where maybe he doesn't enter the match because they have to push Cody. They have to push Cody, and I think Cody wins this Royal Rumble match. Is there a situation where The Rock comes out after a Roman victory and his theme music hits and it sets up the next feud? I, this would count then. This prediction would Inject count. It. Yep, I get you. So I, get you. Uh, I don't know if he'll be in the match, but I do think we might get an appearance by this. There are some there are some rumored mills starting to file that, hey, maybe we can start finally pushing the Roman Reigns-Rock um, uh, situation here. So write it down. The Rock at the Royal What Rumble do you think, Judd? How would you feel if, if, if there was a battle for who's the real head of the the table. Who's the real tribal chief? The Rock or Roman Reigns? It's got to be The Rock. Like if if you bring The Rock the in like for an 50 appearance, years old now, man. I don't know. But if you bring The Rock in, you're you're like that. That's what you're in on, right? Like if you if The Rock is there, doesn't everybody else just sort of fall to the background? And Roman no, Reigns, no, I no, mean, no, no, no. And usually they bring in the aging star to put over the the young star, so that he'll because he's not going to be around. So they, it could it could go either way. Okay, historically, I kind of think that way. the Rock would be. Uh, they man. did, you know, they did put the belt on Rock after CM Punk's reign of like over a year plus the WWE Championship. Hey, where is Punk now? Like, like what's happened to Punk? He posted a gym workout video. AWE Fallout. He's Actually, you know what? Since suspended. we're making wrestling predictions, yeah. I'm going to give you a wrestling prediction. All right, write this down. Write that down. Sometime, not this Rumble, 
CM Punk will make his return to the WWE at either the 2024 or 2025 Royal Rumble. I'm gonna, I don't do many long-term predictions, but he will make his return to the WWE at either the 2024 or 2025 Royal Rumble. Did the cons fire him? No. AEW? It's a complicated mess because he has a, a very ironclad contract, and you could argue that he didn't necessarily do anything to warrant getting fired. He was just like, hey, we got a live mic. I'm just talking. I'm a wrestler cutting a that promo. Great. That was awesome. <laughs> he's, so, he's great on the mic. I wish I – wish, uh, all athletes were that real and raw after a game. Like, you're just throwing the company under the bus. I don't know. I mean, he w- literally went on live TV and ripped the vice presidents of the company, who are also wrestlers, by the way. And then they confronted him, and there was haymakers being thrown backstage. Like, this stuff that's coming out, like, Thielen's wife going on Instagram, passing if what, what if Adam had just, right after the game, and said, listen, he's taking his tape off, wiping his eye black off. I got a few things to say about the idiots running this team, okay? You all think this? Here's what's actually happening. KOC, in over his head. Quasi never played the game. <laughs> I love it. Uh, he did have major surgery, though. He tore his muscle in his arm in September, so he's rehabbing. That's hence that video the other day. And that, from Dave Meltzer, that's an eight-month rehab with that with that arm injury. Yeah. At some huh? point, they will they will come to terms with a... A buyout there. Punk seems sort of, uh, and I don't mean mean this in an everyday way, but he seems sort of small too. Like he's not a, he's not a, he doesn't seem like a huge man. Is he's yeah. not a huge wrestling. dude, but he's bigger than some of the AEW stars. Like he's he? bigger okay. than Adam Cole. He's, I mean, certainly bigger than like Darby Allen, and some some of these dudes are like under two hundred pounds in AEW. Vince has always liked the bit. You got to be like a Roman yeah. Reigns, Rock, two hundred sixty pounds. Way back in the day, it was like. Yeah. You got to be 315 pounds of steroids. And that's, that was, that's what it was in the, yes. The I remember those warrior. days. <laughs> Bring back George. George the Animal Steel was my guy. Yeah, normalized back hair and even turnbuckles. Yep. Yes. But great back hair. That dude had ph- phenomenal back hair. Phenomenal rug on that guy's back. Write this down. Yep. All right, those are your write-that-down predictions here for the week and your accountability session. We'll do the same thing with football-centric predictions on Purple Daily, the only show in America that actually puts statistics next to our predictions on Mackie and Judd.